it is our final day in Sault Ste. Marie today and uh, we're back on the crystal side of the trails and um, I'm I believe I'm on a new little family trail here which is doable for me and where I'm at and straight out of the gates I think I have found a small porcini. So I'm going to continue to hunt in here and uh, see what I see. Hello. As discussed on the previous episode, um, this is this few-day trip to Sault Ste. Marie via Sudbury. So today, myself, ended up riding on crystal side but Jessica did a little bit of riding as well so we met with Jessica's sister and brother-in-law we went and did some of the crystal trails but you got to ride to start with the family trail I did and it was pretty darn delightful um I'm not even sure what you call that little section over there of the purple trail. What does it say? I think it's miles to go skills loop is the... So I, on this little loop over here at the top of the pavement hill, um, when I was younger, I used to cross country ski on the race team for a little bit there. And in the evenings, we would practice on that loop because it was lit in the night. Right. Um, and this will this is relevant because um, I do believe that come winter time their intention is to groom the family trail, and so there will be fat biking on a lit trail or not the the family trail specifically won't be lit, but the perimeter around it is this loop that I'm speaking about that will be lit. So that would be really nice. Yeah. That sounds excellent. Yeah, there's some little drops in there, and it's a good place to go and practice some skills. There's also with your family. A, oh, with your family. There's also a pump track right next door to it as well. I've ridden Crystal a few times, but they are cracking on with the uh, trail building in there. So I think they built something called Big Kahuna, which... Um, is it a new one? Yeah, I was wondering. So there's a trail called... Um, um, when you follow the loops around, you follow the, the... We followed the Creekside Trail, or the trail that runs along the side of the river. Um, and there's kind of the crystal trails all linked together. But there is a previous jump trail in there, which we've done before, which I think is Berm Baby Berm. That sounds cool. I can never get enough speed to get any air off those jumps i can maybe get i can maybe get a tiny bit of air off the third one and we were chatting about that today but when we eventually got round to this uh big kahuna where they've built some proper jumps and they've even built a wooden wall ride which is very much like it's out of um british columbia it's kind of you come down a hill you do these jumps then there's a slab rock you cross a path there's a slab of rock and then there's a big um like wooden banked turn and then a little drop at the end and then some more drops which uh, Jessica's brother-in-law did but then you do have to push back up the hill to get to the top so <laughs> that looked quite difficult but yeah you could you could spend a day in the crystal trails quite easily um, lots of blues 
few greens. There's some blacks in there. Big, large Marge is one that people up here talk about, which the trail itself isn't particularly difficult, um, but there is a fairly big drop on it, which um, just wake you up a bit. And then there's a red trail called Happy Hour, which we didn't do today, but I've done before that... um, it's just a slight bit more tech technical, I guess. There is a trail called Gunsmoke, which is out towards Farmer Lake um, because it's next to the shooting range. I, for whatever reason, I love that trail. It kind of just flows around the bends and is a nice kind of warm up, I suppose. But I would say that they're cracking on with building trails. Like they are putting a lot of effort in. There's a, they're opening up more trails. And actually something that pleases me, they're restoring the original trails. So there's a lot of work going into keeping the current trails they have sort of up and running and rolling smoothly, which is, you know, very important, really. And to be fair, I think um, you would probably speak about this, but from what Hiawatha was originally, which was a fairly small trail system, it's definitely... Seems to be growing bigger and bigger. I would also say there was a lot of people there today. Um, But, you know, normal kind of mountain bike trails that are busy, you have people coming up behind you. But there's so many trails, people seem to spread out quite quickly. So you don't ever feel crowded or rushed. Um, I would agree with that completely. Like, just based on how many cars were in the car park, and I know it was... Sunday and the church some people um, were at the church I guess um and that seemed pretty full and busy as well but yeah on the mountain bike side there were a lot of cars there and you're right we did see some people but never did you feel like people were coming up behind you or like you were following people I think you're right in that things get spread out pretty well yeah I would agree um and then by all accounts there's a big lump of money more to be spent on trails uh, in Sault Ste. Marie and I I don't know how they do it up here or whether they build through the winter um, or maintain through the winter but there's you know feels like every every little area you go to there's a new set of trails or a new trail or something else being built um, yeah it's it's an excellent network and I think it's just getting better um, But I would go back to what I said previously, which is there are very limited facilities up there as far as washrooms, cafes. You know, you do need to head down into the town. Um, And we were speaking to someone today who was talking about the bike shop, Valerution. So there's there's a couple of bike shops. There's Algonquin Cycles, I believe, and there's Valerution. Algoma Bicycles. Algoma Algoma Bicycles. I don't know Algoma. I think the only thing I do know about them is I believe they deal, they're a Kona dealership amongst other things. Belarusian is at the bottom of the hill that goes up to Hiawatha, which I've mentioned previously. They're all away on some cycling event for four or five days. Um, Jessica's brother-in-law had a cable pull out of his dropper post release lever. Um which is fairly easy to fix, but I was just saying, you know, the my kind of gripe with bike shops closing over the weekend is if things are going to go wrong, they go wrong at the weekend. And if you're riding on a Friday night and the bike shops are closed and you, you know, snap a dropper post cable and you happen not to have one, could be ruining your weekend riding. So 
if you are coming here for a few days, and I said this previously, just be as self-sufficient as you can be. You don't need to pack as if you're going on a alpine expedition, but it it's the trails if you don't know them are not the kindest trails. So you know, spare mech hangers. I'd bring a gear cable and a dropper post cable. I mean, I tend to have them anyway. Set of brake pads. Um, just an ability to top up any tubeless tire issues you might have, you know, oil and stuff. But just just be a bit more self-sufficient than you perhaps normally would. And if you fly with your bike and do that kind of stuff, you need the same stuff you would bring if you're going to go to Spain riding or something. Just enough tools to keep things moving, I would say. So Jessica went on a slightly different expedition after we did the family trail. Um, I think you went back and did it again in search of mushrooms a second time. I did. And how did you get on? I found some. <laughs> um, sorry, I was still just trying to get to the bottom of one mushroom that is stumping me. Ha ha ha. Today. But, um, yes, yeah, so I definitely on our lap um, with Jamie and sister and brother-in-law spotted a few things out of the corner of mine eye. So I went to do it again and um, right away I do believe I found another King Bolete aka Porcini. Um, and man the stem on them is really cool and interesting. The little web-like pattern. Uh, So, anyways, only one, though. Um, Again, another single. But that was the beginning of my success. And what I really noticed an abundance of on that side and in and around that whole family loop trail was honey mushrooms. I felt like today was the day or this was the weekend where it was just prime time. They were just starting to come up. So I was seeing so many flushes of them, um, both on trees and coming out of the ground, which I wasn't sure that they did come out of the ground, but it appears to me that they do both. They were just popping up everywhere. It was like these little... It looked like a little nest almost on within the leaves and something kind of coming out. Erupting. Erupting, emerging, erecting (laughs) was these little honey mushrooms. So I did collect quite a few of them today. Um, Just, you know, like I said, there was some really, um, really nice young ones. And we haven't experimented a whole lot with honey mushrooms I think they're fairly common. Lots of people collect them, but we are less experienced with them. So we'll give them a little whirl and uh, do a few spore prints. Do a few spore prints, yes, before consuming. Um, but I'm I'm fairly certain that that's what those were. Uh, and we shall cook some up and see what all the fuss is about. Do they taste like honey? We're gonna find out, <laughs> honey. Um, I wonder if it's the color, is it? Maybe. Yeah, they're kind of a caramely color, and there was even a bit of a yellowish I thought I sort of noticed today, and some little hair-like, um, feather-like uh, features. 
they're they're quite cute looking actually especially when they're so young um so that was certainly what i found the most of today was the honey mushrooms but then i went further um i went down the pavement hill so now i'm on much lower ground and sort of at the end of the crystal system i suppose and uh I was back into the land of Belize, um, and I know, you know, it's partially the time of year, but certainly Hiawatha has an abundance and a variety, a big, big variety of Belize mushrooms. Um, so I saw lots more Belize today of all different kinds, but I will make note of one that was a new one. And this is what I was trying to get to the bottom of because I'm not certain if I'm confusing two mushrooms. Um, just based on the texture of the cap of this bolete, and I was a little bit familiar with the name, I thought it was the suede or velvet bolete, which I thought I had not found. Uh, however, I might be confusing this with another belit, and this might be something all in itself that I need to do some more research on because other suede or velvet belits that I'm looking at here do not have the same color um, cap as this one. This one was like a beautiful sort of forest green, yeah. and there was just two little babes poking out of some moss on a very steep hill. I did a little bit of bushwhacking. Scared over the local the... child. I did. He thought I think I I think he thought I went flying off the causeway. <laughs> <laughs> Which was nice of him to to just check and see, are you alright? Um but no, I had planned on going in there. It was intentional. Um so, yes, that is where I found those two. So I do still have some more investigating to do on those. And um, other things to mention today. Actually, this is worth mentioning. Um, I did finally see some old oyster mushrooms. So that is to say they are in there. Um, perhaps just I, I've missed them. Um, that August might have been a better... Time think, for them up here. Yeah, I think they're definitely done, aren't they? And I do wonder if they get the old winter oysters up here, but I guess we will uh, See we report back. back on that once we come back in the winter, because we will be. Um, so yeah, I did see some remnants of some some oysters, and which is great to know. They're such a great beginner mushroom, easy to identify and delicious. Um, and yeah, usually pretty abundant as well. Nice and robust. Nice and robust, with. not tiny, tedious little things. Um, and the last one that I found today that I, again, was new to me was I kept seeing these little bright orange um, little mini lily pads. <laughs> and, and when I plucked one and turned it over, the gills were even more electrifying orange. Um, and what I believe they turned out to be are false chanterelles. So right. one, one key indicator, um, which I knew right away this is not a chanterelle, is because chanterelles do not have gills, they have folds. 
and this mushroom most definitely had gills, but it was a real little cutie nonetheless, and there was quite a few of them. Um, so that, that was pretty much my, my extent of mushrooms today. It was nice to, like I say, stumble across so many honey mushrooms and, um, know that it's not just the land of Belitz up there. Uh, and I've also been collecting quite a lot of pineapple weed. So stay tuned for some, um some edibles on the I guess you may be doing a recipe or two on the I will definitely I'm gonna play around with the pineapple weed because I love it just as a tea or a cold tea Uh, I think it's delicious so I am gonna see what else I can pump that flavor into that's excellent um so after Sault Ste. Marie no after Hiawatha Crystal Trails and after your mushroom experience. Yeah, then we did another round. So then we went to a hill, which is pretty much in the town, which is called... Finn Hill. Um, and there's a trail called... Uh, the Hub the Trail. The Hub Trail. Um, and on Trail Forks currently, if you look at it, off of Black Road, you'll see there's a purple trail, which is called the Hub Trail. And off of it is a is a green track, which is called Finn Hill Single Track. So some of the Sault Ste. Marie development money into mountain bike trails has gone into building a... An urban? Yeah, I'd say it's at least a blue. It may be a little bit more in places, but they've built a trail which has lots of rollers so you can pump and big berms, big drops, big jumps... It's a bit like a... No, it's a bit like Swamp Donkey. I was going to say a smaller version, but it isn't particularly smaller. Um, It isn't finished yet. I think it's actually closed, but someone's pulled all the um, yellow warning tape down. The reason I know it's closed is because when I came to one part, there's a bridge missing, so there's just like a huge drop (laughs) into a ravine, and I was like, ah, maybe they haven't finished the bridge yet. Right. Um, But I don't... I think it's probably ready to ride next year, I would imagine. And it's pretty clay, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah, it's pretty clay. So I think they need to put down some sort of... I guess they'll put some sort of gravel on top. Yeah, look at your back tire. It's caked. It is. The cake eater has eaten some cake. (laughs) (laughs) Except that's a Maxis something, but... Oh, that's... It's on the fat bikes. On the fat bikes. Oh, I thought I was so clever. (laughs) But then... then I'll just go eat a piece of cake. We, um... We then went and did a bit more exploring, though. So we, there, I've looked on the map and I saw some trails off of this hub trail, closer to Pine Street, and which is another road, obviously. We were in behind the college. So is Sue College? Say Marie, Sue Saint Marie, College. Yeah. Land, and we saw some guys. Doing some kind of surveys, eh? Something. They had hard hats on. And orange vests. But anyway, they were doing some survey. But we found a set of green trails. Um, So we went up one along and down the other. I think one's called Pine Coffee. And then Mm -hmm. we did the pines. So we went through like some overgrown stuff and then the pines. The pine part was pleasant. 
little short though, eh? Yeah, and then you kind of pick your way out on a blue, there's a little river crossing, and then you're back out onto the hub, hub trail. So I think with that little trail system and the new trail they're building, um, in the evening, if you're up here, you could easily spend an hour or two in there, I reckon. Yeah, it's worth a stop for sure, but... I would say more than anything, that section, um, there's just a lot of potential to build some more trails in there. Yeah, and I think they will probably keep building because there's a lot of forest and there's a lot of old trails or animal tracks or whatever in there. But I, yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's potentially another little mini trail system. And what I was wondering was, I was going to ask you this, because that hub trail goes all the way around Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah, it's a big, huge I, loop, and I, sorry, I can't tell you how many kilometers it is, but yeah, that was a big deal when they put that in. I guess it would make sense for them to link from the hub trail corner to the Coldwater Creek extension and then join you onto the... You're absolutely right. Hiawatha eventually, or maybe that's in the plans, but you're only crossing... The big soccer One highway and that's it, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that could definitely be doable too, right? Um, There's some people's properties you got to get through, but start knocking on doors. (laughs) (laughs) But that could be cool. That could be really cool. Then you start to be like Bentonville in the States. Um, And then that trail that goes all the way up, you could go all the way up to... Connor Road to Bellevue Valley. There you go. And then Bellevue Valley is where the downhill trails are. So Connor Road to Bellevue Valley is 13 miles, though. So I guess from Sault Ste. Marie, that's a big day out if you're going to ride on your mountain bike. That's your big jobber. But, I mean, you could probably even... There's got to be some crown land in there that you could camp out along the way. Just We have bears up here just reminding people of that. <laughs> yeah, there's even signs for bears to in be bear aware on the hub trail. Well, you did see a bear very close to the city last time we were here. We did. Looking for snacks. Snacks. <laughs> so, do you have anything else you would like to add? Well, I will. Um, yes, I do. I will like to add to that urban, um, that urban mountain bike trail slash hub trail slash fin hill um there is definitely potential for mushrooms in there as well we did see quite a few along the way um same mostly the same ones i've already mentioned but you know it's a great environment environment in there for fungi um there's a little bit of water there's mixed forest um it's it's got it going on so i would love to know what other mushrooms are in there in other seasons or other months um it's also just off that tarmac trail as well if you you know a bit scared of getting into the shrubbery yeah i had no idea just quite how much um bush and woodland was in that little pocket right there um and gosh, yeah, how many trails could actually be built in there? Yeah, a lot. With you a little bit a of love, um, that could be really cool. Well, if they re- if they took control of the ones we rode on, yeah. I mean, I guess they're under Sioux College control, but if they did those properly, they would be excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should cover a little bit on if you are up here. So we, I've mentioned the two bike shops. Um, I'll put links into the description for them just in case you're up here and you need them. So there's just one thing left to say. (laughs) Get lost!